Welcome to the Market Talk podcast sponsored by WealthPress, where we believe if you're investing uninformed, you're screwed. Get the inside scoop on what's driving the markets today and what that means for your money, all in just 15 minutes. Well, hello, traders and investors. My name is Roger Scott. Today is September 14th. The month is essentially halfway over. We've got a lot of Fed data. We've got a lot of news this week. It's a Monday morning. What do I always say? Let's get into it right now. Now, the week is going to pick up kind of slowly, in my opinion, because we have the FOMC announcement on Tuesday. Typically, as we head into FOMC announcements, the the market gets a little choppy because we don't know which way the Fed's going to go. We don't know if they're going to do anything. And in this case, I doubt there's going to be much action. But we do have the meeting beginning today, and we have the results tomorrow during market hours at 2 p.m. And then at 2.30 Eastern time, our beloved Fed chairman, is Jerome Powell, is going to talk. Man, this guy... I don't know if you guys know how I feel about him, but this guy, I'd love to play poker with him. He can't hold anything close to vest. Another major, major report that's coming out Tuesday is retail sales. Why is it a major report? I've told you guys many, many times before, two-thirds of the GDP is represented by retail sales. Another major reports we have next week is housing starts. Housing starts have been really strong, and it's been causing stocks related to housing market to rally as well. Jobless claims have been... Uh, moving jobless claims have been moving lower and lower they're now at or below their four-week moving average and it'll be great to get some manufacturing news but those are the big reports of the week we got industrial production we've got retail sales obviously the fed announcement but i don't think they're going to do anything to interest rates housing starts jobless claims and philadelphia fed manufacturing survey i'm expecting volatility and volume to pick up as we head into the announcement So don't expect a major volatility to play into the market today because a lot of large hedge funds, as well as retail traders, are going to be uh, in a wait-and-see mode. In terms of jobless claims, to give you an idea of what we're expecting, the four-week moving average has been right below a million. As long as the expectation is 850,000, 830 to 895, as long as it's below the four-week moving average, we should be okay. Now, let's talk about global data global shares well they are up overnight continued period of increased volatility as traders await cues from central banks later this week and that's going to be another pause not just the not just the fomc central banks decision this week is going to be big if the fed if the central banks and fed decide to put more money into the market we may see another rally japan's nikkei 225 gained a little bit after japan Ruling Liberal Democratic Party picked a new leader starting today. As a matter of fact, you might have seen it today. Yoshihide Suga. That's Yoshihide Suga set to take over today. So that's going to be big, 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 big. Because Yoshiga Suga, now the government spokesman, has said he will continue Shinzo Abe's economics policies of easy lending and deregulation. We will see if that happens to be true. Federal Reserve Open Market Committee meets this week. That's the FOMC. The U.S. Central Bank's massive aid for the economic has helped underpin the market's recovery. It has, big time. 
from the COVID downturn by slashing short-term interest rates to record lows and buying up bonds like there's no tomorrow, giving us a lot of liquidity and making stocks go up, maybe even a little bit artificially, but we won't talk about that now. The Bank of Japan is also due to hold a policy meeting this week. No change is going to be happening, especially after Mr. Uh, What's his name? Yoshihai Tsuga said that abonomics policies of easy lending and regulations will continue. Well, there you have it. Analysts expect swings to continue to rattle markets for weeks, if not months, as investors wait for more clarity on several key issues. At the head of the list of uncertainties is what to do with big tech stocks, very true, which critics have long said were due for a slide after soaring too high throughout the summer. I'm one of those critics. Not just tech stocks, but health and tech stocks and consumer discretionary stocks, but mostly big tech, which is also partly consumer discretionary. And also keep in mind, we are now entering the presidential election. And last time we had a presidential election, we had a really volatile summer. And then as soon as the fall hit, it was just it was just very choppy, low volatility because we have so much uncertainty. We have a very polar opposite election. We got one guy going this way, one guy going this way. It's like they have nothing in common. They don't agree on anything. So we've got a lot of things going on. Now, in terms of the overall stock market, I want to show you something because we just talked about techs again. These are the 10 major sectors. In terms of the month-to-month gain, basic material, consumer discretionary, consumer staples, and industrial, and then you have technology. So technology has been cooling off and now consumer discretionary is not in first place. It's in second place and basic materials. I hate to say I told you so about two and a half months ago, basic materials are taking first spot. Now, if you look at the average, the average still has consumer discretionary first, technology second, basic materials, and then consumer staples. Now, basic material and consumer staples are as defensive as defensive can get. Consumer discretionary and technology are as speculative as speculative can get. On a one-month basis, basic materials already overtook everything, and consumer staples is already in third spot, not even in fourth spot. Now, consumers discretionary, if it drops out of second spot, you're going to, to see this average drop with consumer discretionary meeting technology a little lower. But I do believe basic materials and consumer staples are going to be over. Uh, taking consumer discretionary and technology in terms of the first spot. Now, today is Monday, and we're having a 90-day breakout on several stocks, but I've picked six stocks for you that I'm really liking right now, and I think they're going to be up for a big move. And guess what? None of these are tech stocks. So first, we start with Dar- Darling International, D-A-R. Notice we're, we're having we, we've been moving up. But now we're moving sideways near all-time highs. If you look at profile of this stock, you will see food miscellaneous, fats, oils, foods diversified, 200% five-year gain. This stock is looking really, really good. Look at earnings per share growth versus previous year, 143%. And technically, technically, I like this stock. And let's go a little further. Let's go five years. Oh, yeah, all-time highs. I love it one year high and i love the fact that it's going higher see this is what i love vertical horizontal vertical horizontal vertical again 
that's the the two waves that I see. I know I, I know that there's a lot of guys here who listen to Elliott waves and Gan waves and all this crap. I've only been doing this for a little over a quarter of a century, and the guys that I talk to have been doing it for 40 years. And no no one I know who successful trades these Gan lines, Elliott wave lines. But I'll save that for another day. The bottom line is, I like stocks that are going through a congestion near all time highs. That means there's a good chance they're going to tr- change their trading trajectory and instead of moving horizontally they're going to start moving vertically this is a really good example horizontal vertical horizontal vertical horizontal vertical put a little question mark here that's the first stock again nothing to do with technology next one workhorse tom busby also loves this stock he's been bullish on the stock if you look at the profile of this stock what do they do auto original parts parts used and look at the five-year return 383 percent three-year return 747 percent i mean this is a stock this is a stock the year-over-year performance fundamentally isn't on par but technically man oh man look at this stock that's a one-year price look at nine months look at six months and again sideways vertically horizontally moving vertically again wkhs first one was dar i like this workhorse third one everybody knows nike Nike is a leader in sports shoes. What do they do? Shoes, related apparel, rubber, footwear. Who doesn't love Nike? I mean, who does not love Nike? Fundamentally, eh, technically, it's looking great. And it's one of the few stocks that are in the consumer discretionary sector that continues to make all-time highs. A lot of people are buying Nike online right now. And if, when people, people are going back to the store, they're buying Nike. I love the stock. It's making all-time highs. What's not to love? And it's showing us that brick-and-mortar stores are actually making a slight comeback because that's where you buy Nike, brick-and-mortar and online. Amazon actually made a deal with Nike. They didn't know about this COVID. They made it a little bit before COVID, but they allowed to sell Nike stocks as a, as a, as a retailer, official retailer. And that put a big... Um, that deflated the shares of those brick and mortar stores that relied on Nike because obviously Nike's a big brand. But I like Nike stock and I like how it's 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 not really congesting too much, but it's having a slight volatility adjustment. So buying it between 110 and 118 may not be a bad idea. Next one, ADM, Archer Daniels Midland. Is it a tech stock? Of course not. Consumer staples, agriculture, fats, oils. Notice these fats oil stocks are, are doing well. Earnings fundamentally, earnings per share versus a year ago, 41% fundamentally the stock is, let's take a look here. And again, some of these stocks are looking well fundamentally. Some of these stocks are looking well technically. Usually I like to see both, but sometimes I'll just go for the technicals. I'll never go just for the fundamentals, but if the technicals look good, I'll go for that. Now, why do I like this stock? This is a nine month chart. It's just now trading above the previous high set in fab february and i like the fact that it's breaking out gently out of these levels again vertical horizontal vertical horizontal vertical i like how it's trading and i like how it's having a round top i like how volatility is low and i like it at the current price and i love the fact that it's not related to tech or consumer discretionary i know we have nike that's a consumer discretionary stock but nike is nike it's a leader so ADM, don't confuse this with AMD. AMD is a chip stock. This is a this is not a chip stock. This is a agriculture operations, fats and oils. Okay, so pretty boring sector where you should be right now. Next, 
no needs, no introduction. Caterpillar, look at the profile of the stock. What kind of a stock is it? Construction, machinery, industrial, very solid stock. Technically, five-year return, 114%, beats the S&P 500 by about three to one. But if you look at it fundamentally, again, this is the February high. It looks like it just started breaking out. It's just now above the February high, and it looks like it's congesting at these levels. And again, I like defensive stocks right now, and Caterpillar, KAT, is definitely a defensive stock. Last one, BMCH. BMC Stock Holdings. What did they do? Let's take a look. Retail lumber, building, building, retail, lumber, lumber, lumber. Five-year return, 179%. Earnings per share growth, previous quarter, previous year, looking really good. Lumber prices just tripled. I mean, things are going really crazy for industrial and building stocks. So whenever you're built residential real estate is going crazy right now people need lumber folks look at this stock it's a defensive stock it went look at this vertically and now it's consolidating horizontally and if it takes out the high about 4242 i think it'll break out again so we got dar darling we got workhorse we got nike we got adm we got caterpillar and we got bmch and those are the stocks that i'm looking for a breakout this week. Bye and have a great day. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott and happy trading.